0: Welcome to the Tech Cat Show with host Lori H. Schwartz. Each week we hear from established leaders in the technology and consumer industry. Finding out the scoop should never be this much fun. Now, here is your host, Lori H. Schwartz. All right, this is Lori H. Schwartz, your Tech Cat, and we are here on the weekly show. And every week right now, it's an adventure. We're playing around with uh, different technologies in different ways to do the show and I'm very excited to have the lovely Joanna Popper on the show as a guest. Let's have a big tech cat welcome for Joanna Popper. Yay! And Joanna's actually broadcasting um, live right now from Miami, Florida. You're still you're still in Miami, correct? I am, but that backdrop is not not uh, where I am where right now. You, not where you're actually <laughs> it's sitting. on <a> <laughs> enhanced. I'm, I'm yeah. not quite. A, I'm, the backdrop where I am is not
1: quite as lovely as
0: being hands. Right. We're we're, you um, seen. <laughs> we're leveraging Zoom and we're actually um, we're using uh, virtual
1: backgrounds. Yeah, so we're using looks, looks like I'm on a lovely <laughs> beach.
0: So So, those of you listening on audio will try and explain everything to you but um one one of the reasons why I wanted to bring on um, Joanne this week is as we all explore how to move through this time in our lives and we're leveraging a lot of virtual technologies and we've doing quite uh, been doing quite a few discussions on virtual and just all the um, impact that this is having on digital platforms. And um, Joanna's at HP in charge of virtual, um, well, immersive technologies. I guess you could tell us exactly your title.
1: Sure. So it's, well, my title has been the global head of virtual reality for location-based entertainment. So I've been highly focused for about a, I've been I've been in the role a little over two years and for the first year and a half very focused on specifically location-based entertainment and now my role has grown broader um, to to encompass go-to-market for many of the other industries as well.
0: Oh fantastic. So, so with a really deep dive on virtual solutions um, and especially as it comes to um, anything that's happening in inter- entertainment, Joanna's been at the forefront at all these events, showcasing the latest um, work that HP is doing with all the different um, solutions and also partnering with a variety of technology providers to bring new solutions to market. So maybe you can give us sort of a a, a big 10 foot overview of what you see happening right now, um, regardless of the environment. And then we'll go into how what's happening in our world right now is actually impacting all of this sure so let, let's you know take a take a step
1: back uh, or two so uh, hp this is our 81st anniversary we were the original silicon valley a company, so two founders in a garage creating technology for Walt Disney for the movie Fantasia. So really nice long legacy, nice long history, both for technology as well as for media and entertainment. And so you know, since those first founders were, you know, Mr. Hewlett and Mr. Packard were in in the garage creating technology, the company has been focused on inventing and reinventing technology and the future ever since. And so you know we believe very strongly in the power of technology to forge connections, to communicate, to learn, and that's that's been you know guiding principle of HP. Um, and so when we look at you know what is the future of computing, and you know what we see is that the future of computing will be virtual reality, augmented reality, data science, AI, and three D printing. So that's where a lot of HP's focus is on c- for creating the future and so within within that landscape I live in, in the virtual reality part of, of HP um, and so we have been working very closely with enterprises with um, organizations with consumers um, but primarily in there's about five main industries that we've been focused on where we see the most growth and the most need and the most you know the most clear use case and ROI for for virtual reality and those five are location-based entertainment which we which we talked about a little bit which is really where any, anywhere that people are experiencing uh, entertainment out of their home whether it be in a theme park a, an arcade and a movie theater a cruise line etc so that that's been you know one of, one of our big focus areas. You know, currently, we're obviously in a we're in a we're in a unique situation for that that area. But that's speaking more more generally, um, the second is product development and architecture, engineering, and construction. The third is healthcare. The fourth is higher education, and the fifth. Is uh, training and training can be is more of a vertical, but you know where we have use cases across many different industries, and so we've been working with companies and partners in all of those industries to help ensure that they have the best technology to help them create and you know create the best content and create the best experiences for their partners and clients. And so it's been it's been a really tremendous opportunity to be a part of such a, a great company who's focused on building that future and creating the best technology and the best products and helping our partners, you know, create, create, bring their visions to life.
0: So, so when you look at the last year, say before um, February, before the madness that we're in started, um, what, what kind of growth have you seen over the year in leveraging all these immersive technologies? Well,
1: the growth has been has been very strong. You know, the um, we uh, you know during this last year as well, we we introduced two new products to the market that also helped fuel our growth. Um, the first was a, a new headset. Um, so for we'd, we'd had a, a previous generation headset called the WinMR headset, one of the um, you know Microsoft reference design headsets. But last year we we launched a new headset called the HP Reverb and that headset is most known for being super, super high resolution. So it's, you know, of all the major headset companies out there, it's the highest resolution headset in the market today. Um, and so it's, you know, it's high resolution, it's lightweight and comfortable, and it's fairly easy to to set up because it's inside out tracked. So that, so that headset, you know, brought in a lot of new interest in what HV was doing and, and particularly around, around companies that are looking to have and companies and content creators that really want to have their, their, their content look the best, whether that be for media and entertainment or whether that be for training or for product design. And then the other new product that we launched this the past year was our second generation Backpack uh, VR backpack, which is used by by many of the location-based entertainment players as well as many of the training training and and, and other groups, uh, to create a, a free roam, uh, a, you know, very very high quality, um, because you know it matches well with the headset is, and, it, and is the the highest GPU inside the backpack, and so gives that free roam wireless feeling to to players or customers or or audiences, um, but with with very, very high quality. So the content looks really good.
0: Uh, What I loved about um, when I first saw your backpack was just even the form factor was really set up for developers because one of the biggest complaints I've heard is that they build something in VR, but it's such a chore to then stop what you're doing and then go into the experience and see what you've built. And so your whole setup is really set up to make it easier for developers, the way you you know, unplug the backpack and put it on, and, and then you can re-plug it and connect it back into your desktop. And so it's really got a form factor set up for developers.
1: Yeah, that's true. I'm glad you noticed that. Yeah, so so the sort of the we think of the we think of it as design create experience. And so on the and you're talking about it, you know on the design and create side. And so exactly you can use the backpack. It really can be a you know very high very powerful mini computer that sits on your, on your desk uh, and, you know, can, can, be docked in and, you know, you can be designing and creating there and then you can take it, take it off and put it on your back and, and move around in free room. Um, and similarly, we also, we also have a, we have a something called the opera glass, which we created for VR snackers. And so you can attach it to your HP reverb or, or another headset and hold it. Um, you know like like an opera glass that so you you know just if you can imagine uh, in front of your face and you can put it on and off without having to adjust just every time um, and that that was specifically created to meet the needs of uh, developers who, who who you know want to go into snack on VR go into VR for a few minutes or a few seconds and come out go in come out um, and so yeah you know a lot of the the What's been really great is we work very, very closely with with partners, with developers, with VFX houses, with big Hollywood studios, with architecture firms, you know, with uh, training, uh, with, with companies that are designing for training. with really, really, you know, all around the world and um, in all sorts of industries and in universities, and get feedback from them on what they see as most important, where their pain points are with virtual reality, where their I, I you know goals are, their ideals, you know, what the what, what everything would look like in a perfect world, and then, you know, synthesize that into what makes the most sense to build in the market and, you know, Match that with what technology is available and what technology is ready today, and and use that to create the best product that we can create to meet the market need for right right, right now.
0: So you're in in constant touch with that that side of the, of the the business, so that you know what to build. And yeah, I, I also yeah, I also love notice-
1: from, you know, we love getting feedback from all from all of our our partners. The
0: communities. The yeah. the other thing I, I noticed about the Reverb, at least last year, and I don't know if other folks have caught up, but you have the ability inside the headset to flip, so you can actually see the real world. And that then, was our
1: first generation headset yeah. had that ability. The re, the Reverb does not have that ability. Oh, it doesn't and okay.
0: Were, you know, there there were people really
1: like that since it did allow to flip easily. Um, what we did find, though, longer term is that that uh it it would um well the um part part of what the, the appeal of the reverb is that it really blocks out the light um really really well and so that gives you even more of that sense of immersion and sense of presence and so um you know, and so we don't want any light kind of getting getting in from under because then then takes away from the presence, and so um the current generation reverb does not have that that flip up ability
0: great, so you adapted ba- based on you know, I-, I just love that now you're you guys are it seems like just you physically are everywhere all the time at at these great <laughs> shows. you're talking um, about
1: the old me you know,
0: weeks ago. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but you are at a lot of great events and you're also celebrating a lot of the work that your partners have done with, with you guys providing, you know, whatever technical support you're doing. So are you seeing any trends in the kind of projects that have emerged this year, you know, or thematically or, um, you know, what, what to you has been, you know, some trends around the, the types of choices creators are making? Or, or is there any, I mean, is the storytelling sort of grouping in a certain way, or is it really just all over the place? Well, so
1: there's a lot, there's a lot in, inside that question, right? So, yeah. okay. So, so a couple different things. So some of the trends, so first I'll talk about location-based entertainment and I'll, I'll take it, you know, from where we were pre COVID-19, you know, so some of the trends I would say we were seeing were, um, a lot of attention on, on free roam, uh, a lot of interesting work being done on interactivity with immersive theater actors. Um, you know, particularly at, at festivals, but as well, you know, in uh, on tours. That you know, that was another theme. And then the other the other thing that I would say was the the globalization the globalization of the market. So we you know a lot of companies that are headquartered in LA, um, you know, opening in China and Japan and Dubai. Um, you know, companies that are headquartered in Japan opening in Korea and in Los Angeles and, you know, vice or in Korea opening in Los Angeles. So just a lot of, a lot of cross market, a lot of, um, content and technology that 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 is is addressing a global market and, and so th- that has been i found, have found that to be quite interesting so that so that's you know taking the world as it was you know a, few, a, a just at this point just just a few weeks ago um, you know right now we're seeing you know all sorts of location based entertainment not specifically vr but you know movie theaters cinemas cruises you know everything kind of going on hold as 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 the world works to flatten the curve and 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 you know mitigate the risks of, of covid-19 So we're certainly in a a different moment today than than we were a few weeks ago. Um, But those are some of the the trends that I would say I've, that I would, had seen in location-based entertainment, um, and then on the you know on the training side, on the product development side, higher ed. I, I, I guess I would say the main the main themes we've been seeing are just a you know very clear return on investment coming for from product development, from architecture, from uh, from training, from higher ed. That's that's how I would say. You know that I, that businesses are seeing clear and clear ROI for what for what they are doing, and, and that it's making more and more sense you know to expand the proof of concepts that they've started with into full- on deployments.
0: So on the enterprise side, really seeing a return in the investment. Um, um, Yeah, yeah. So you know, on
1: the enterprise side, you know, the businesses manage their return on investment, but but, you know, a number of different ways. Whether it be that they, and 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 in some cases, these are similar to location-based entertainment as well. You know, so are they driving more revenue? Are they decreasing their costs? Are they you know increasing efficiencies? Are they increasing productivity? Are they you know providing better better end results or or innovation? And, And some of that actually mirrors, you know, for example, on in in the uh- Location-based entertainment—you know—are they driving more revenue or more traffic? Are they are they decreasing costs? If they were going to build a real-life roller coaster, is it actually less expensive to create a virtual reality version of a roller coaster? Um, you know, are they are they getting more brand association with innovation because they have innovative products on site with virtual reality? So some, some of those mirror, um, you know. So for example, on the training side, we at HP are actually using uh, this technology. So we have you know large-scale printers and we have printer technology Technicians who are getting trained on how to how to change you know fix the and fix the large scale printers and so we've done proof of concepts around training our, our our printer technicians in virtual reality and we've been able to more to more than half the amount of time that it takes to train them so now when you multiply that out for a business you know if you're if you're having the 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 uh, the people to be in trained one retaining the information better because they are you know in virtual reality feeling the sensation of actually doing it and two versus versus say having a reading a book or watching a a, a video about it or listening to a presentation so that's that's on one side you know better retention for training and on the other side you have. Decreased amount of time that they they need to be trained. And so you're getting them out in the field ready to work faster and and the overall training ends up costing less as well. So quite a few reasons that you have positive ROI in in that type of project that we've seen not only with our clients, but when when we've done, when we've actually applied the same principles to our own internal training.
0: Huh. That's so interesting. So like, uh, you're, you're at, you're walking the walk. <laughs>
1: yeah. We call it, we are drinking our own champagne. We, at some point we were calling our own dog food, but we decided we, that wasn't the best, the best of all expressions. So walking the walk is good, but I think we'll, we're still sticking with drinking our own champagne.
0: <laughs> now, Joanna Popper, the human being, um going through what we 're all going through right now, um, you have been really um, exploring a lot of these virtual technologies just for connecting to friends for some business purposes and for other you know social reasons and we're all sort of enjoying reconnecting with people through Zoom and other platforms but I'm just wondering if you could kind of talk about what you're seeing with your professional hat but your personal use cases. You know what this is doing, and what what are people turning towards to connect virtually, and how are people solving business problems virtually now in the in the time of covid nineteen
1: yes, yeah, so first you know first, I want to you know, acknowledge that acknowledge and recognize that this is a really hard time for for many people around the world you know the the health impact for many you know there's way too many people around the world have lost loved ones or you know have uh, have loved ones at risk right now healthcare workers you know, all the healthcare workers all the uh, shipping workers the delivery workers the government officials so many people are putting their really their lives on the line and and you know you know putting being so selfless in in you know and take their actions that they're taking for the community so first just you know want to send a special thank you and and acknowledgement of all the amazing work that people are doing and and continue to do every day to to, to you know, to help us all out and you know, to help help the community get through this really, really tough, tough time. Um, so first, you know, acknowledging people who may be have you know, either lost or in you know, at fear of of losing someone and, and those who have been sick, right? So first, you know, so first just um giving, you know, you know, some some acknowledgement and, and thoughts for, for them. Um, so you know that that's the first the first and most most important I think is that we all everyone be as healthy and safe as possible, and that we're all that we're all staying home and and you know helping helping out the healthcare workers and helping flatten the curve and helping out the government officials. Um, so that's the first thing I, the, I would say. Um, now, you know, in terms of what what are what are some of the the ways that we're kind of embracing you know adapting to this new digital life, right? Um, yeah. And so there's, you know, there's lots of different, uh, so on the the professional side, you know, we have for a long time been uh, experimenting with and working with and using different virtual reality collaboration apps. And we at HP have seen virtual reality collaboration as very much part of the appeal and the story, and you know, one of the things, and and that that the ability to to learn, connect, and collaborate through virtual reality technology and and platforms and solutions is amazing, right? So we it's something that we've we've very much had as, as as a key point of of our roadmap, a key point of where we see the industry going, and and part of what our overall strategy and bigger picture are. I think the, what's different is that part of that may be. Additional, uh, further accelerated timeline-wise in terms of when we thought more of more of that would be um, especially relevant and prevalent, and so um, we, you know, we, but we, but we have been doing our own. Team meetings in virtual reality and trying out different, you know, always diff- always different platforms. So we we have a good sense of you know what works and why, and you know so that we can be talking to our partners about that. Um, we've been doing not only actual meetings, but we've been doing we're calling them like VR hangs. And so you know for, for those people who are used to going into an office and are now feeling feeling that distance and, and disconnect for not having their water cooler moment or their lunch with their colleagues, um, you know we've been doing these twice twice a week VR hangs. And so on the and the VR meetings, we go into the collaboration tools that are more targeted towards business. And then in the VR hangs, we go and and do fun stuff like play basketball or ping pong. Or uh, we just did a, a one of our colleagues, one of our product managers, a senior product manager, just just retired actually um, this week. And so we did his retirement party in virtual reality and he, oh, fun. he's so we went to a speakeasy we went to a bar in virtual reality and then he's from Canada so we ended up in in a in a in his hometown of Toronto and in, in virtual reality we to, be, <laughs> to be together and like give him a great chance and are so, you
0: using are you using like VR chat apps and things like that to do yes yeah, so, I mean so so we've you know we've done um We've we've you know we've been using
1: lots of platforms. So we've we've already worked with Glue. We have worked with Engage. We uh, we've done some stuff in the wild, in Meet and VR, in um, you know some, some some of those on, and then as well as Altspace, Big Screen, uh, Mozilla Hubs. Um, What am I asking? Um, rec room, and there's there's so many more. You know that's, but you know those those are just a couple that we that we've already been experimenting with, Um, and then you know we're also working closely with our salespeople to make sure that our salespeople have this full picture, and that as they're talking with their clients, they they, you know they know what to recommend on the hardware side and what works well, as well as you know solutions to recommend, Um, and then we're we're actually um, co-hosting an event that is. So if you're listening to this you know, uh, Wednesday, which is today. So hopefully, hopefully that's when you're listening to it. Um, we, <laughs> we have a, we have a, uh, we're, we're co-hosting tomorrow, April 2nd, a, an event, um, which is a guide to virtual reality collaboration tools. And, um, you can, you can sign up for that. We have we actually have hundreds of people who are interested. So, it, you know, shows the, the, um, the level of enthusiasm and excitement around, around this area right now, but you can, you can look on uh, my LinkedIn or my Twitter. It's at, Joanna Popper, J-O-A-N-N-A-P-O-P-P-E-R to get the link to, for how to sign up. It's free. You don't need a VR headset to actually to, to, to listen in. It's going to be on Crowdcast and um, we're co-hosting it with VR Voice and Bob Fine. So we would love for everyone to participate. And we have about seven or eight platforms that are going to present on um, their are on um you know their their solution and why it makes sense for their target market some of them are for architecture engineering construction some of them are more general um, you know so really some, something for something for everyone um, and then hp will give our our point of view on the market and then there's some other the presenters and then we're going to do the after party in, in all so it should be a really good event yeah and well, and, and,
0: how, and how long how long um can something like that last? That you think everyone is comfortable and can stay focused in an event environment like that? Like it, can it be all day. Is it so an all day thing? A,
1: that that is a crowdcast, which is you know similar to a Zoom or just a, a, web, a video a video uh, webinar. Um, you know, I actually attended. Okay, so so we talked about specifically the virtual reality platforms. We yeah. also, you know, we have, um, you know, HP has a, a product called Z Central that allows people to to um to access to remote access their their workstation even even from home. And so you know, there's so virtual reality is just one of the ways that we're we're focused on digital life and you know enhancing people's. Uh, circumstances and enhance people's lives, whether it's in a, a work from the office situation, a work from home, a workforce of the future. So there's quite a few things that, you know, that, that, we, that we as a company are working on. Um, you know, and then you, you asked, you know, how, how long can people stay comfortable? We actually had last week a two-day, I think it was something like eight hours a day team meeting. Um, it was supposed to be a live meeting that we we're all going to fly in for, I think 40 people. We did not fly in for the meeting. We were all on Zoom for those, those two days we had about two breaks a day plus lunch. Um, did you eat lunch, did you eat lunch together? Uh, we did not eat lunch together. Yeah, no, I was wondering where, (laughs) you know, normally like they get pizza or you get a sandwich or something. I was wondering when my, if they were going to knock on my door and I'd have my delivery, but no, we did not have that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, yeah, it's okay. Actually, I've been cooking a lot more during this period that I'm not traveling and, and, and everything.
0: So um, so for some, for some folks like yourself who do travel an extraordinary amount, this is kind of a nice respite, you know, besides the horrible circumstances, but it's nice that you just get to be home for a while. Yeah, or, I mean, or, and, and I'm actually or
1: not, yeah. I'm in in I'm a version of a, home. A home. I'm, in a home. Yeah, I'm in a home. Yeah, that's
0: right, you're in uh, a home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a home, yeah. Um, wherever you are, that's where home is, right? right. Uh, so, you know, I, I, so in some aspects, you know, since a lot of my job is remote, a lot of my job already involves some avatar version of myself, whether it be in virtual reality or, or elsewhere, there's parts of my job that have, that are not tremendously different, you know, compared to say um, people who are to my, my, my parents and my my brother, a professor, a lot of you know some friends of mine from high school and other places in college are are teachers, and so the adaptation that they are going through, going from a live class to to doing all classes on Zoom, seems to be a require more flexibility and more adaptation than what what I feel that like my ad- adaptation has ha- had to be. Partially because I think a lot of what we do in the the, the business of technology and the business of virtual reality. It's, it's used, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's already focused on like what is the future going to look like, and let's start living into that today. And so, um, you know, hopefully, the future. Uh, Will be healthier, but you know a lot of these, these technologies are probably going to be more prevalent in, in the future. You know, as we as we tap into these superhuman abilities and qualities and, and superhero qualities that some of the technology provides. And so, you know, um, what's what's been different is, for me is you know I'm doing all these live stream workouts. I'm doing Zoom Zoom workouts. You know, with friends. I we yesterday a friend and I uh, we we had we had missed the Zoom workout that we wanted to do which was going to be live streamed from somebody in the Netherlands because the Netherlands had had daylight savings time since we put it in our calendar and we didn't realize the time was different. So we missed it. <laughs> and then we decided to do a YouTube video together as a house party. So a uh, house party is another, uh, it's actually an app that was like all the rage of South by Southwest 2015. And it was called Meerkat. Um, and it's definitely having a really, it seems like you know, a really I mean, strong I just, moment. I
0: just, uh, I just played with it this morning. I didn't realize that it was Meerkat. Um, I yeah. thought it was completely new. So this is a, and yeah. it's, this is the, and it's, yeah. it's really fluid. It's really, yeah. really e- easy to use. Um, I was playing, yeah. um, Pictionary with somebody this morning. Oh, that's cool. Well, if you so want
1: yeah. to do a Zumba class with me, let me know. We can, we can, we can do
0: um, <laughs> so yeah, so are doing? P- are people doing, doing live oh, that's and, great. Yeah, so people DJ, are, are no, doing stuff. Yeah.
1: You know, D, there's a lot of people who are doing DJ live streams on Facebook or on Instagram or or on Zoom. I think the the D Nice be, became like the biggest the biggest DJ in the world right now. By well, he uh, he had a lot, not this weekend, but the past weekend, he ended up having 150,000 people simultaneously in his in his uh, DJ session, um, including former first lady Michelle Obama, Joe wow. Biden, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, and on and on which and Oprah, which like which Oprah which. Uh, Which app was it? That was in Instagram. So just live story. Oh, that's Um, great. He does one almost every day, and then and then he's since uh, you know done additional. Those first ones were you know sort of just for fun, and then he's done others since then to to have people register to vote, and you know I think maybe to raise money for food banks and and other things like that. But you know, uh, pretty much every every celebrity, whether they were a Hollywood celebrity or a music celebrity or, or. political or, or political figure was in, was in that, uh, was in that, that Instagram story. So, so, and, 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 then, you know, on, um, you know, in terms of interacting with family and friends, you know, I think, uh, I have done, I mean, I'll speak for myself, you know, uh, Zoom or house party or Instagram or, you know, uh, ver- various forms Hang Google Hangouts live with with family, with high school friends, with college friends, with friends from this city, from that city. So there's been a really interesting uh, resurgence. And then and then even and then even in VR, my, my brother and, and his kids were you know playing playing ping pong in, in rec room the <laughs> other day, and playing paintball you know with people people around the world. Um, and so I, so there's because we're we're you know not able. Or, or in many cases are being, being asked to stay at home, tapping into the community, tapping into connection and tapping into learning through different platforms has been, been really big. Um, and you know, looping back and you know, I was talking about the te- the learning, the professors, I've also, I had offered up to, to do, uh, VR lectures about VR or technology to any teacher or, uh, university ed- or any educator who was looking, was looking, um, wanted to have a class like that for their students. And so I've done uh, d- done a few for colleges, some inside of virtual reality and some on Zoom. I did uh, one in, in, in Altspace. And then I did one for a class of 11-year-olds in Portugal, which was super fun. Um, and then I have a couple other colleges that have taken me up on that offer. And so, you know, I think part of a big thing about where we are today and what is, you know, being community, you know, knowing you know, knowing where you can help out, where others are in need of your help. And so where, you know, if you have certain technological skills or any other type of skills or, or ways that you can support the community, how do you how do you bring that to them today to help us all get through, what, you know, through what the world is going through? Oh,
0: that's so interesting. So do, do you think um, tech companies then are, are posed to really be the backbone of what's happening right now? It seems like um, the... Uh, certainly the bandwidth is is being stressed but um but people are turning to these tools that maybe never have before right Yeah. I think, I think, you
1: know, right now the, the, the backbone of what's happening, you know, first we need our governments to, to, and and public, you know, specifically public officials and, and, and hospitals and healthcare workers to, to be the backbone, to get us through all of this. And so I would say that, you know, that's first and that's foundational. And then, you know, tech companies are, you know, what, what is missing, I think, for many people right now by being disconnected and not able to, to do their normal routine, um, that, te- you know, the technology is offering them that ability to connect, to collaborate, to learn, um, and then also to, you know, to get the, the get, give access to, to products such as groceries, um, or other products that they might not be able to get, um, be, you know, other, by just going to a store. So I think that technology is certainly uh, helping people get through this, this time in a way that's providing them, you know, some of the, the bare necessities in some cases, and in other cases, you know, the the that collaboration or that connection or that communication or that community that is harder to access right now.
0: Yeah, it's a really good, a really good point. I mean, I've been enjoying just at a really basic level, like teaching my kid, and her classmates how to use Zoom and awesome they, and they pick it up so quickly, so that's going to be really interesting. Like after this, after everyone who hasn't really been exposed to all these great technologies that companies like like yours are helping to put in the hands of everybody, there's no going back, right? Like we've kind of advanced these kids a whole nother layer, right?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think you know it remains to be seen if teachers what what. What happens around schools, and if 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 um, if they keep using these tools? I mean, in some ways, you know, they're the kids are all ready, you know, for their first jobs, they're ready for their meetings, they're ready to. (laughs) (laughs) to
0: No, my kid has my kid has uh, has you know a headset with a mic, but it was for gaming. But right. she's using it now on all these Zoom calls in her class, and all the moms have been writing me and saying, "Hey, where did Sadie get that?" That's so headset? funny. I noticed, you know. I noticed that when I did the class for the
1: eleven-year-olds in Portugal, I noticed that a lot of them were wearing like really good gaming gaming headsets. Funny, I I, I have one in in
0: my apartment in L.A., but I but I'm here. I'm I am here i do not yeah. have one where I am here. <laughs> so yeah, using jo- it. Joanna got got caught in Miami, but is in very good not hands there. So. To be caught, yeah. So that's so, right. So I don't
1: have access <laughs> to a lot of it. That might my, my tech, but I do, I do have enough of my tech here with me that I'm able to,
0: to do everything most, most, almost everything
1: that I want, that I want to
0: do. Yeah. And and I think that the other next layer of this that's so interesting is now, um, there's a lot of articles about protecting your, your zoom calls that people are hacking into zoom. Um, you know, which is not unusual when something is so public and so, um, you know popular because of the current situation but it just yeah. it just strikes me that no matter where you go there's going to be some you know news article about hacking in whatever that new hot you know platform is yeah i think you know i think
1: that you know as as somebody who works for a company that creates technology and you know the, the technology is created in, you know either to to democratize access or to provide additional abilities or collaboration like as i said you know one of the great things about vr is, is the ability to 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 connect around spatial objects and create connect around you know uh 3d and so you're able to collaborate and and look at something you know from from you know all four sides and so that's something that you can't do in a in a flat screen right so a lot of what we're creating we're creating for these very the, like uh, big goals, like let's, you know, democratize access or let's give people the ability to do something from no matter where they are around the world and to do it even better than they can do it another way. And so you have, we have these really, um, you know, great intentions. And then that sometimes people, you know, end up using the technology for other reasons, right. Or, um, and so, Part of it is, you know, for the companies to figure, you know, to make sure that they're providing the greatest security and the greatest privacy, and that all of those concerns and, are and issues are very much at the forefront. And you know, HP has certainly, you know, always been very focused on that. Um, but you know, at the same time, when when things are getting, uh, we have systems getting tested in new ways. You know, then you have some of the stories like what you're talking about in Zoom, and I'm sure, you, know, I'm sure they're, you know, I don't work there, but I'm sure they're working furiously at, you know, figuring out how to. You know, this, it was a lesson, it's a big lesson. And how do you, how do you shut it down and make sure that we don't have that in the future? I mean, similarly, there's stories of, you know, like people uh, airdropping in a, you know, NSFW pictures to other people, you know, if anyone who has their airdrop open on, you know, in an, in an airport right, or something, right, you know? right, so it's, right, right. so it's like people, there's people who, who choose to use technology for, uh, you know, maybe not the purpose that it was originally intended for. And so it's, uh, it's not then for the companies who created that technology to, you know, quickly acknowledge what's happening and uh, figure out and adapt to, pre, you know, put uh, preventative measures in place to, to, you know, create a, a appropriate environment for everyone.
0: Now, um, just um, for our last few minutes of the call, um, uh, you are a former network executive. And um, so you have a background in Hollywood and content creation. And of course, you're at the forefront of all these new tools. So how do you see all of this impacting um, the future of entertainment? You know, we have um, everyone binging and online more than they've ever been before because a lot of folks have nothing else to do. (laughs) <laughs> and maybe they're spending more time in their VR headsets too. I mean, I'm certainly getting most of my exercise in Box VR right now. I love um, it. Oh my god, I love it so much. It's so rewarding to just hit shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. But um, edit. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bleep. Um, it's before I, Yeah, I was. Too. I was playing
1: Creed. I've been playing the Beat Saber and VR, of course, is always great exercise. And then uh, Creed. Uh, which is a, which is a boxing game by by yeah. Servios, um based on Rocky is,
0: is also excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I, I have um, Creed I haven't done so much, but box VR, I just I, I find 20, 25 minutes of that and my heart rate is up and I'm, you know, doing squats left and right. You Love know, it. it's r- it's And really the aggression funny. is gone, right? The aggression you know, you is gotta... gone. Yeah, you can imagine <laughs> any face you want on those floating balls coming to. You. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: on this podcast, we're not going to say whose face you imagine. That's right. Maybe,
0: maybe off. <laughs> off <line. laughs> um, people who know me know, but um, <laughs> but uh, where where do you see entertainment going next? Do you think a lot of what's happening during this time is going to impact entertainment?
1: Well, I think that, you know there's 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 been some in, you know, some interesting. Moves um, and yeah, as you mentioned, that I I worked at NBC Universal and Telemundo for for about eight, eight and a half years. So yeah, it was a long, long time in, in uh, one of the big big media companies. Um, so there's there's you know a couple there's there's a lot of different ways to look at it. You know, I think you know one we don't know how long we're going to be in this current situation. Um, so that's so, so that's so that's one. Um, and so uh, you know, depending on how long. It lasts, and you know, obviously, hopefully, it's, it's you know as short as is feasible that keeps us all as healthy as possible or yeah. as yeah, health, healthy as can be. Um, so, but you know, the, the, some examples. You know, there for for years, you know, Hollywood studios have not wanted to do, uh, with the exception of of Netflix and and some of the streaming services, have not wanted to release a film to. Online, same day as as in theaters, and there's always been, um, or, and then, then, and they've wanted you know, because with theaters, window, uh, and I think during this time, we've seen some of that window shrink. Disney, has certain movies already going up online, around plus, faster than, than normal, you know, obviously, you know, looking at the circumstance and saying this is. Is what's appropriate right now you know will that have an impact at when we go back to normal you know i think it 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 certainly could because it it opens a station that was uh you know, for previously, like a conversation that couldn't be had, or a, you know, this right, a, right. a, a line or a barrier that can't be crossed. But now we crossed it. So does that mean that that is more of is that line now more open in the future? Um, you know, that's that's something. You know, that, that's an example of. You know, is is this in certain circumstances? Is this is, is you know? Will this be? Will some of the things that we saw happen here and end up being successful for? You know, for audiences or four, and for businesses, end up becoming the new normal, even when we're back into a, a different environment. You know, we'll TBD, um, but I would imagine that some of them will, right? Um, yeah. On the virtual reality side, you know, we we definitely started to see a lift in at home headsets. Um, you know, and where location based entertainment had been strong, um, you know, there had been a lot of focus on location based entertainment because. Uh, the at home numbers hadn't been quite as strong as people had, had hoped originally, but we started to see that lift last year. Uh, and and, I, and I, I, I would say that, you know, we're cont- continuing to see that lift, and I, I think that, that that lift will be for, further accelerated. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, uh, some of, some of the the companies have supply constraints uh, in terms of of headsets. Uh, you know, given the certain, what had happened in China, but yeah. you know, as as all of those are shipping and shipping and shipping, I, I think we'll see even more, even more at home usage as well. So those are just yeah, you know, just, you know but then there's true. examples uh, in in you know, and then I mean you know, there's there's. A, Look, I'm going down a couple of different avenues, so I think that yeah. you know we'll see. You know, on the podcast side, I, I read a report that podcasts are down uh, mm. right now, and you know, well, why would podcasts be down? Well, you know, why are podcast? You know, well, because people are not dry, are not commuting. Right, right, commuting is down. Right, right. Commuting is down, and and so you know, what, does it make more sense if you're at home where you have access to video plus audio to end up you know doing something that is video plus audio instead of right. just audio, and so you know what will be the, will there, will there end up being the ramifications of that longer term or once everyone starts commuting again, you know, podcast back to normal. Um, so I think that there's a lot of TBD, but I think that we're seeing, we're probably some of what I, you know, just sort of overall, I think that the, there will be some shifts in behavior there will be some shifts in what companies make possible, and then you know some of it will be will go back will uh, and some of those will have la- la- longer lasting effects.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, uh, I'm just seeing all sorts of interesting content models pop up. Like again, I am looking at next week's spring break for my ten year old, and what am I going to do with her? And what I'm seeing on YouTube now is advertisements for classes, online classes for dancing and singing and a master yeah. master class for kids.
1: And yeah. Right. All, cause you, yeah, cause you know? you can't,
0: if, like, what would you, if you were going to go to like spring break camp or if you were, right. gonna, you know, or, it's gone. Or, right. Or even,
1: it's, I mean, it's even, gone. Just the, <laughs> even just the, like hang out with your friends and do play dates. Right. Unless right. you you, you zoom. And so, um, you know, and like, so normally I do class fast, but I've gotten really, really back into online workouts, you know, something that, uh,
0: I hadn't done in quite a few decades. Um, in the um, in the Olivia Newton John, <laughs> <laughs> no, Jane Fonda, Jane Fonda, right? <laughs> you you song. you actually had turned me on to Class I was pass. young, I,
1: I was pretty young, but I somehow
0: was still doing Jane Fonda, right, right, right. But you're you're the one that originally I, I had heard of Class Pass, but I had never really gotten into it. And you're the one that was like, oh no, it's the best. I mean, it's best for, for a crazy life. And I mean, and, they're um, on hiatus right now, except for yeah. digital, of course. But yeah, right, it right, is the best. right. Um, no it 's not a product really, placement it 's just something I really like <laughs> right right right, absolutely and um, all, I, I think there are a lot of models that, to your point, will stick will evolve, but we 've definitely you know been influenced by this so we 're going to wrap up, but you 're always so informative because you see so much and then you have such an interesting background. so I love talking to you so much, and especially in all the madness and I love seeing you in a healthy, beautiful sky background, <laughs> but um, tell us one more time about your event happening on Thursday this week um, that everyone can jump into because it's so good.
1: Sure. So we have an event on um, Thursday, April 2nd. It starts at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and it will run all day uh, and it, it's co-hosted by HP and Bob Fine of VR Voice and it will be a guide to virtual collaboration platforms. And so we have about seven or eight great virtual collaboration platforms coming to the event to talk to you about their platform and what the capabilities and when it makes sense to use their platform. Um, and then we'll, ha- we'll, we'll, and so for during the event, it will be d- done through Crowdcast, which is, which is a webinar service. So you don't need to have a VR headset to join. Also it's free. You just sign up online. Um, we would love to see you all there. And then we're going to have a closing party in Altspace, which you can join either with a VR headset or through your desktop. Uh, and and so, uh, I think that probably instead of get, trying to give the whole the whole link through a podcast, yeah. Yeah. probably just best to tell people to go to either my Twitter page or my LinkedIn page, and the links are all there. So that's at Joanna Popper, J O A N N A P O P P E R.
0: Joanna Popper, and um, coming to you live from Miami, Florida, <laughs> giving us um, the latest on all that's happening. And then HP, we can go to any particular area on HP to learn about because um, you you announced um, you sort of teased a new headset with Microsoft. We did. Right? You, uh, yeah, tell, us a little, so, tell us a little bit about that. Sure. One, that's really so cool. we
1: uh, last week a teaser came out about our our new headset. We're super super excited about it. It is a collaboration between HP and Valve, the gaming the you know the huge 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 gaming companies. So we're super excited to be working together with Valve on the new headset and with Microsoft. So very very excited. Um, you can look for more information and sign up to get notified about the new headset at hp.com. Backslash Reverb, R-E-V-E-R-B, um, and the and you can also find the information on our current our current products as well as you know including the current the current Reverb headset, our backpack, and everything else that we're doing in the VR area and and everything
0: else at HP at HP.com. That's, so that's so great. And hopefully we'll be able to uh, get to see um, Joanna broadcasting live from all over the world again at a variety of different <laughs> events um, when we get through all of this madness um, because of catching you in all your posts. Uh, Joanna has a really great LinkedIn and other social media feeds that really keeps you up to date on, on everything that's happening. So it's so great. And then again, check out all the latest uh, solutions from HP and all the great partnerships that that they're doing. And I think we should do an exercise class together, not me, but the world. <laughs> Let's do it. With you. Let's do it. I'll send you some links to ones I'm
1: doing coming soon so
0: that, that you'll love. So we can and aggravate good. them all. All right. Well, this is, um, this is Lori Schwartz, your tech cat signing out, talking to the fabulous Joanna Popper, who tell us your title one more time. Cause I know that you, um, you you it's evolved and changed and all that so Yeah, so
1: Joanna Popper at HP and I've been at HP two two years and a quarter and I am the global head of virtual reality for location-based entertainment and also work on all of our go-to-market platforms ac- across all of, of all of virtual reality.
0: Oh, I have one more quick quick question before sure. we go out, but um because you do have to build little avatars and all these VR um, environments like each mm-hmm. one you go into has you build something differently, do you yeah. have an approach to how you build your avatar? like does your avatar try and look the same in every single thing, or like is there a strategy around that i 'm just strategy. curious because well, because you're're you're in so many you know yeah, I
1: think the two strategies would be you know do you want it to look more or less like you or do you want it to be very fantastical? and so some of the companies you know take that approach, so like VR chat they tend to be more fantastical, like, you know, so you can be a hot dog or you can be a mushroom or you can be, I think I'm a uh, Fox. I think that's my, my latest avatar that I've been been liking. Uh, so, some so some so like VR chatter more like that. And then, you know, a lot of them are more, uh, more, you know, sort of human-esque, but then it's your call. If you want to have, you know, your hair color or you want to have a different hair color or, you know, a different, be a, your, you know, your gender or a different gender or uh, you know, your height, your body shape, you know, all of that. So, um, in general, I try to, I mean, sometimes I go with a fantastical approach and sometimes I try to make it look sort of like me if, if I want to be recognized. Um, so it depends on whether, whether or not you're going for recognition and, you know, sort of connection with people, you know, the, 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 avatar version of you, the people know or you're going for, uh, playing dress up, I guess.
0: Right, right, right. And there's, <laughs> um, there's, uh, I don't know if you saw this announcement for, um, Billions of us. Have you seen that? It's the folks that were involved in Second Life, Mm, um, and they've now Sansar. Yeah, and they've come Mm -hmm. back now with Billions of Us, which is a another version of a virtual world. Mm. Um, Is it Sansar or High Fidelity? It's. I'm not sure who the company is, but the people who were involved in Second Life um, um, are doing it. Um, uh, What about you? How
1: do you approach your avatar?
0: Um, well um, an, an Oculus um, quest, I've tried to make it look like me, but it's very um, limited the yeah. avatar in Oculus, and so I'm irritated by it. So I've I'm moving now in the direction of if I can't make it look like me, then I'm just gonna do fantastical. Yeah. Right? I, because yeah. Are, I, I, yeah. You know, because um, you I understand you that. To, I feel the same. yeah. I understand You either want it to like be recognizable. Because right now I look like you know, sort of um, someone in the Louvre, <laughs> just like uh, it's like I just couldn't, I can't get it to be who I want it to be. <laughs> so I, so I think um I think your approach is correct. I think I need to if you can't make it look like you, for whatever the reason is, if you want it to look like you, then I think you have to go crazy. You yeah. Know, in the in the sort so of the like so
1: yeah, because it's not, it 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 can't be, it shouldn't be like you but worse, right? It should be. If it's going to be you, but worse, then let's, then let's do Fantastical.
0: Yeah. You, but worse is already <laughs>
1: like you, <spiritual>. but worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: It's already you, but worse. All right. Well, we're going, we're going to be wrapping out um, a little early, I think uh, for the broadcast, but uh, Joanne, I want to thank you so much for, for um, hooking us up and helping us out and uh, bringing to us all these great insights. And also when you, when you uh, listen to this, go back and listen to this again, because you mentioned so many great platforms um, that all of us should check out um, all these great VR chat platforms and all these great social tools and streaming tools that, that we're all sort of dedicated to right now. Um, I know for me, I'm jumping around between BlueJeans, Zoom, and Skype. And then, you know, sometimes people are like, I'm just going to call you. you know <laughs> know <what I> mean? <laughs> and I'm like, what?
1: Well, and and there has been, I think, a little bit of a resurgence of, you know, people talking, you know, less texting, more talking on the phone, more, you know, trying to create additional ways of feeling that connection, given that, you know, most of us are, are... staying staying you know physically distanced away from right 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 right.
0: no you're right there's there's uh I think there'll be a layer of that too happening because we're all sort of needing this immediate connection I and, and we were talking about headsets before the other challenge is that there's that awkward couple of minutes because your headset's not as smart as you are in switching what platform you're on so I always have to go back in and change things out and there's always this like I can't hear you I can't hear you, you know, Um, which is becoming a daily uh, phenomena every few hours um, in all of this. But anyway, Joanna Popper, thank you so much. This is Lori H. Schwartz, your Tech Cat. We're trying to bring you insights and information and ways to help you through this time period and and enlightening you on um, tech trends at the same time um, as we move through this crazy period in our lives. Um, So thank you so much. Join us next week where hopefully we have someone as insightful as Joanna Popper and also coming to us from the brightest and nicest uh, backdrop in Zoom to date that I have seen. <laughs> thank you thank so much, you Lori. Anna. It's always thank great you. to be
1: with you. You you ask such great questions and appreciate all of your insights and all of your knowledge and all of the sharing that you do and the way that you you help guide your, your listeners and your fans and your audiences through this time. So thank you so much for inviting me. And it's always great to be with you.
0: Thank you, my friend. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next week um, or hear you next week. <laughs>